Hello, welcome to the Context Needed podcast, back after a two weeks break. I'm Kyle, joined with the trashy, trashiest of trash boys in a trash bag, that is Ryan, who is... trash caterpillar. I am Caterpillar King. Who also needs to sit up a bit because his his name is covering his face. face. (laughs) (laughs) The super rare ultra shooty McShooty gacha that is Ollie. I haven't shown you my stack of bullets next to my monitor. (laughs) Well, stack of bullets and one shotgun shell. Anything more country than using a knife and bullets? <laughs> Which one of you fucked my cousin? Yee-hee! Yee-haw! Woo! <laughs> Get her done! Get her done! Fuck out that bitch! Well, as oh, we... I'll right now! <laughs> well, as we, as we said in the opening, we have been away for two weeks. We took some time off because... Life. So, we know why I'm Extra back now. So... Which one of you guys wants to uh, explain what you guys have been up to? Go on, Ryan. You can go first, Ollie. Oh. No, fuck you. You can go first. <laughs> you what? You, you what? What did what, you say? No, seriously, go first. Oh. <laughs> on. God damn it. Well, as you can see by my attire, I'm still in holiday mode. Camping in a field for a week. Oh. It was bliss. It was lovely. It was great. It it was it was very nice. It was like the last properly warm week of the year. I don't know. It's been quite warm this week. It's been actually. decent, but we've been this stuck week, in an air-conditioned office. Way too warm. <laughs> yeah, I so say you're, you're just in a nice air-conditioned office, so you didn't notice the heat. It's not nice because the only reason it's on cold is because the fat bastards who are coming up the stairs and get put out of breath. Then flick it on like full, like down to like sixteen degrees, and you're there like, oh fucking hell! I find it because you're there. I find it quite all right in that office, but I get warm. Yeah, you've got the blubber, all right. Fuck you! (laughs) (laughs) I'm just losing weight, even though I'm eating like stacks of shit. I weighed myself. I I was like, oh, you're not eating stacks of shit, Ollie. He literally on Friday yesterday. Goes on lunch, comes fucking flying back into the office, smashes oh, down a package onto my desk and just shouts, Where the fuck are the angel fuck cakes? The angels- and he's just <laughs> slammed angel slices onto my desk. <laughs> I then ate, a, I then continued to eat a packet of those. Didn't you eat like okay, six I- or seven of them? I ate, I ate a full packet to myself. Um, ugh, give me a sec. Let me, let me de cocoon. <laughs> I ate, I ate eight, eight of those, and I felt really shit afterwards. Yeah, I can top that. I um, I was working at a factory, uh, not this week, just gone, but the week before, um, where they make like meat products, like sausage rolls and shit like that. And their staff shop opened, and I bought a pack of thirty-eight mini sausage rolls for fifty pence. And I ate about thirty six of them. <laughs> I was I, I was really... like one or two out. I was really hoping you'd go. I bought thirty eight for fifty pence. I continued to eat thirty eight for said fifty pence. And when people oh, asked God, if they could honestly, have one, I, I refused. <laughs> well, I, I tried to offer them out, like because I was saying, like, save me from myself. Because what would happen was first, 
I was quite hungry. The thing is, I don't even. The best bit is, I don't even like sausage rolls that much. Yeah. <laughs> but when, nice you're around, when you're at the factories, you can smell it in the air and you just really crave them. So I just bought this pack. I'd already eaten lunch at this point because I had uh, sandwiches and I'd eaten those as well. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I was sat there just. I, I sat there and ate about 10 to be like the little party ones, to be fair. Yeah. I ate about 10 at first and I put them down. Uh, and then we went on break. Again, so I was like, okay, I'll eat like another five more. <laughs> then uh, what would happen was every time I'd go back and forth from the van, I'd just like reach and grab another one. <laughs> and it was just, as the day went on, I, I reckon I must have eaten about 33, 34 of the 38. Jesus Christ. And, uh, that's, um, and I felt great. <laughs> that's, that's like me with like biscuits. Like if I get like a pack of like bourbons or like custard creams or something, I have to Rich like... Tea. If I if I'm going to stop eating them, I have to either like wrap them up and put eat them in the cupboard, number. and and well, it's, well, you obviously have to eat an even number because they they're they're in a stack of two. If you yeah, eat just yeah, the one, then it doesn't wrap properly. <laughs> but I literally have to like I will have to finish eating what I'm eating with them, and then put them in the cupboard and try and forget about them because if they are next to me, I am going to eat the entire packet, and then feel if like get, shit afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> If I get like a packet of biscuits, it's usually I'm gonna like I have to limit myself. So what I'll do is I'll I'll take how many I want, bring them upstairs, and then I might write that's it. That's all I'll eat because then I'd like not next to the thing. I leave the packet in the biscuit barrel downstairs. That's <laughs> Otherwise, that to... thing's coming up here. I'm like just munching. That's what I used to do at my parents, but it's a bit it's a bit more difficult when you live in your own place. It's I don't need to fucking get no biscuit barrel. I'm just gonna eat the whole fucking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what have what yeah, have you been up to, Ollie? While we're um, well, obviously I spoke to you guys about potentially a new job, so I, I I took the trial day at the shooting range, and I did have a very good time. To be fair, the atmosphere there was really cool. I got on really well with everyone. Um, well, I don't know, it just wasn't for me. Like combined with the amount of work it was for the pay, and the, the quite a long commute, I just had to turn it down, which is a shame because like I did really want the job. Yeah. And I pretty much had the job as well. But so I've taken my old job back, which does pay better, albeit not as fun. And uh, so at my new my new old job, uh, which you're familiar with. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, on Monday I hurt myself. And that takes us into the topic of today's podcast quite neatly. <laughs> Did you plan that in, by in any chance? <laughs> in, in, the, in, the fa- in the famous words of Johnny Cash, I hurt myself today on Monday. <laughs> I hurt myself today That is on Monday. We need a goofy rendition of that bad boy. It's, it's, that is one of my favourite Johnny Cash songs, and I love how even Trent Reznor, I think, from Nine Inch Nails says, nah, it's his song now. <laughs> God's Gonna Strike You Down, that's a good song. Or God's Gonna Cut You Down, I think yeah. that's, that's a good song. That's I think song. there's... Um, uh, so, the, oh yeah, go on. Otherwise, I'll just derail no, this into a Johnny... I would derail okay. into a Johnny Cash podcast, uh, otherwise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, what I managed to do... Um, I was making a kind of barrier slash handrail for, um, funnily enough, the same factory that does the sausage rolls and shit. Um, and when you make it, obviously you'll make it 
it's imagine like a goalpost shape, but like with bent corners. Well, obviously, in the ideal world, you make it a one piece of pipe. But the way we do it is we'll make the two vertical and the horizontal, and then we have the bend pieces and you weld it all together. But then once you've welded it, you want it to be nice and smooth. So you've got to like basically sand out the weld until it's flat. And we have a machine specially made for this, which is basically like it's a sander. It's like two pulleys with an abrasive belt, and you just hold it, and it it sands out the the weld off the thing. I know what type of tool you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I was using that, and I turned it off to change the belt, and obviously it still has a bit of inertia. So I turned it over, and I had gloves on, and I just moved my hand by it, and the glove caught it, and then got pulled into it. So. Between the abrasive belt with the pulley behind it, and a, there's like if that's the wheel, and there's a guard like that, and my thumb got pulled in between. So not only did it crush the end of my thumb, but the abrasive belt, which was still going, ground through my thumbnail and into the nail bed. Lovely. Which, uh, didn't great. feel great. Did not feel good. Would not rate. Uh, yeah, I I have an aversion to nails. I'll talk about probably a little bit later after we've gone through a few of the other injuries. <laughs> yeah, I I give, I give it a three out of five on TripAdvisor. Um, <laughs> it's still a better also, review than someone we work it's with. All right. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, spicy. But um, but it has also split my nail. But it is healing now, and it also ground through my cuticle a bit as well. So I'd show you it on the camera, but the camera's so shit you won't see it anyway. But uh. It's a good one. It's a good one. And now is it, um, has it basically, has it got, did it get to the root and like kill the nail or is it just one of those, it's just grown back as normal now? It's, well, I've only got on Monday and at the moment I've got a five mil hole in this nail basically. So it's literally bang in the middle of the nail. It's just, because it's an abrasive, it's just dug through the nail and then dug in. I think it just skimmed the nail bed, I think. I think I got yeah. quite lucky in that it, because when I had to put the alcohol wipe on after I'd done it to clean the wound, I was expecting it to sting like fuck, and there was nothing. So I actually think it either there's not enough. Well, no, because you, you must have nerve endings. You have nerve else, endings, maybe. trust me. You have nerve endings there. So unless I've toasted the nerve endings under my thumb, which I don't I, think I have because I, I didn't that. do it that bad. I because th- my saving grace was that I turned it off. It was if it was still running, it would have been really nasty. It'd because been gone. <laughs> it was off because it was off. It only had inertia, but obviously it s- must have slowed down as it went through. So I think it just went through the nail and just slightly skimmed the nail bed because it didn't really bleed from the nail bed. It actually bled. The bit that hurts is because it crushed the end of the nail into the finger, basically, and that's what yeah. hurts. That would have just been the nails being like a blade on the nail bed, and that sucks as well. Yeah, yeah. that's basically what's happened. But so it's a bit better now. Like I can kind of put a bit of pressure on it now. It still hurts, but it's a lot better than it was for like all week at work, just doing anything. I was just going ow, ow, ow. Um, oh, I'll tell you what the worst thing is though, because obviously it's got the nails really rough on the inside of the hole. And because I've sold my motorbike now, I was cleaning it today to get ready to go, and the microfiber was like sticking to the nail on the. Yeah, it's horrible when it's on the nail. It's even worse when it's on the inside of the nail. <laughs> yeah, I've after dealing with having toenail removals as well as other um, toenail surgeries, that shit sucks so much yeah. <laughs> it's just so nails are just 
Why do we have nails? Why we should just be rid of nails and have wheeled? I don't actually. I, I've, I've never it's actually looked at what the actual reasoning for them is. Hold on, let me Google this. There I'm is a reason for it, and I think yeah. it's it's some. It's some. I want to say it's something. I mean, I imagine it's partially because obviously they probably evolved from like claws and shit. But I think it's also so, like they distribute the pressure on your fingertips or something better. The short or something answer. like that. Oh, here so we, we go. evolved to have nails because they help us pick things up like food, pick things off like bugs, and hold tightly onto things. It's the the. Well, there you go. The actual like, point of it, kind of thing. I'm guessing. Yeah. It's very useful for picking pennies up off the floor. <laughs> I smell pennies. I smell pennies. pennies. <laughs> um, the thing is, though, like we say, oh yeah, it helps you pick things up. But have you ever tried to pick up like a a penny that's on a perfectly flat surface? Oh, that's the, the worst. Yeah, I, do, I like... don't have na- like I don't have like <laughs> long enough nails because I, I just I bite my nails. Yeah, I bite mine as well. <laughs> so it's just like you just go. Eh. And uh, or when you gotta like, well, I'll sit there and like pick them like this, just like with anxiety, and you're just there, like, oh god. Or, or you'll try and like peel plastic off something, and you just kind of go like, repeatedly, <laughs> yeah, trying try to get a sticker off like bit. a new new oh, item. It's, it's the worst. It's going. Uh... So I'm see, I I do bite my nails, but I'm not like I'm not like say like I know my my wife was terrible for it, where people with like anxiety and stuff would bite their nails like really far down, whereas like. Yeah, I, I sometimes have made mine bleed. Not too much, but I think yeah. that's more so just biting them when they're not long enough to be trying to have bitten off and it just I, irritates the nail bed. Yeah, I'd always pick them and like you'd pull them and then you'd get like the edge of your nail and you know when you oh, yeah. your skin down as well. Yeah. Oh, the hangnails. Hangnails suck. No, 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 no. Don't, don't like that one. My, um, my, I think the worst <laughs> I saw, because I know my wife was bad with like biting nails but she's all right now because i just kept on like pulling her hands away from her mouth like no <laughs> but my mum, yeah my mum was the worst i'd seen she got it to the point where her her little little finger basically had like no nail because she bit them she bit them down so much there was probably only like two mil worth of nail that's how much she yes. bit them down <laughs> mm. Oh. Sorry, that, that plant behind your head, Ryan, almost looked like a top knot when, the way you were sat then. I was like, oh, that's right. I have a weird top knot going on. I was like, oh, well. uh, namaste, namaste. Namaste, namaste. <laughs> and we just helped the children. We would just help the orphans. <laughs> well, seen, as, seen as we're on the nail subject, because I know you haven't heard this story, um, Ollie. I don't, I've, I don't know if I've told oh, you right now, but obviously, you, you I, both. I'm, now you're back in the office. I'm just like, I'm going to get like duplicates of everything. You probably <laughs> are. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've heard this one before. <laughs> but the um, <laughs> so you both though. Obviously, I don't. I don't have any big toenails. They are gone because after working security and wearing very poorly fitting and very cheap steel toe caps for years i got very bad ingrown toenails so when i moved to dambuster studios we was like finally like right well let's actually get them sorted now because they're getting bad and they're painful and they're uncomfortable and annoying went to the doctors got it all sorted the surgery that they was going to do they wasn't just going to remove them what they have to do at first is they have to basically cut the sides of the nail off, put acid Danny's in the nail bed. Danny's brother had to have that. 
Yeah, so they put acid in the nail bed to stop it from growing back there. So I was like, okay, that's fine. We're then going to do the surgery. And I said to the doctor, it's like, you do realize you've, you're doing all three things that I hate. You're a doctor, which I don't like. You're injecting with a needle, which I don't like. And you're also going to mess around my feet, which I don't like. So he pretty much just put his body weight on my legs so I couldn't kick. They did the injection, blah, blah, blah. Started doing the surgery. And as he's getting down one side of the nail, I'm starting to feel it. And I just said to him, I'm definitely starting to feel something now. He's like, no, no, it's just it's just pressure. It's just pressure. You can't, you, there's no feeling. It's just the pressure that you're feeling. Okay, and it gets further down and then it starts to like hurt. And I'm like, no, I, c I can definitely feel that. Trust me, it's just pressure. You're fine, you're fine. And then he gets to the root, which is the last bit they have to cut out. Touches that, and it's just fuck. He's like, okay, maybe you can feel that. So then he tries. To, <laughs> then he gets more local anaesthetic, and injects it directly into the root, which was oh. horrendously painful, <laughs> and also did nothing. So this is the surgery. Too late. <laughs> well, no, it's not that because the local anaesthetic is usually quite quick acting. But this is where we found out ah. The local anaesthetic doesn't work on me 100%. And because he'd already gotten so far, we had, had to, to keep carry going. On. So it, we can't it, stop now. And it's, it was literally one of those bite the fucking pillow and bear it moments. Oh. And he still had to do the other side. So, so I had that, did both sides, then went back, did the other nail, which was just as bad. And he was like, right, yeah, it should be fine now because the acid stops it from growing growing in that way to cut into your skin. Mm. Cool, fine. You have the horrible nail-looking thing, grows back, and then yeah. all heals. And then my nails literally just went, fuck it, we're going to grow this way anyway. But because the nail bed was all mangled, there were literally razor blades. That's how sharp my nails were on the edges and it got oh. to the point where my left foot was bleeding for one and a half years because the oh. nail was that sharp and it was digging in that much. And we was constantly going to them like, we need to get them removed because I'm in pain. Like, it was like walking yeah. with razor blades for nails. It was horrible. And there was like, okay, yeah, but we'll need to do local anaesthetic again. It's like... It doesn't fucking work. I'm not doing a local anaesthetic again. There was like, oh, we'll, yeah, we'll give knock you me out. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll give you some sedatives beforehand so it can like chill you out. Just try these sedatives. If one doesn't work, which it should, try two. If two doesn't work, which it should, try three. And they gave me like enough to try like up to four or five. Did fuck all. Reminds yeah. me of. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I I remember having fillings. Um, and I was what I must have been like 13, 14. Mm. And they took they took me so we went to the normal dentist and they used the numbing and I'm there like nah mate I can feel you drilling into my tooth we we we're not doing this I've had that as well so it then sucks they sent, <laughs> then they sent me to the specialist where they give me like laughing gas mate. That was not a trip I wanted to go on so I'm, like, <laughs> I'm lying then they give it me and like. My eyes, like everything kind of just like 
fell into my eyes and i'm like yo what the fuck bro i'm like freaking out i'm like this isn't good I <laughs> this don't is know. a bad trip like, man this is a bad I'm like, trip I'm, out. I'm, out. I'm like fucking stop fucking stop you're feeling like fucking scarecrow from batman's got hold of you or something legit, legit, like everything kind of just like fell in and then started falling i'm like i'm about to die like, this is some fucked up shit <laughs> So that was a a no-go. And I ended up just going to the hospital and they put me out. They was like, knocked me out for like an hour or so. Got a day day off school for it as well, which is great. How long did did it take you to get the uh, the general anaesthetic to get it done? Like how many trips to the doctors Uh, did it take? Literally, we went to the dentist like the first time they tried to do it. And I was like, no, mate, this isn't working. So they sent me to the second dentist and I was like, yo... I'm, I freaked the fuck out. Like it would probably trip me out. They were like, "Right, okay, we, we can't do this." Yeah, and they just sent me straight to the hospital. So it was it's literally like, just the two trips, and you was in. Yeah, yeah. That's... I presume it's just because I was a kid. Like it was oh, uh, really difficult. Yeah. I got a day off school, and then my mum and dad bought Batman in Batman Two, uh, the Chris, the Nolan films. Yeah, the, the one of the more recent ones, and I got to watch those when I came home. And they had it's... treats. It was great. It's it's so fucking annoying in that story because with my toenails, it took us a year and a half of back and forth with the doctor to get me under general anaesthetic because they just wanted yeah. to do sedatives and local anaesthetic and none of it was working until the point yeah. where like I was I was pretty much already dealing with mental health and depression and stuff at the time anyway, so I was tired. But when we went to the doctors after like easily a year and a half of me not not being able to walk properly like physically not walking properly at all bleeding consistently and having loads of infections in my toe because of its open wound all the time going to the doctors i'm half asleep anyway and becky just has a go at the doctors just like no this is this is ruining his quality of life you can take you can go to this hospital with this doctor under general anesthetic under nhs we just need you to sign it off and he's like oh, well, I'll need to talk to the other guys about this and get the consensus of the other doctors. And he's like, no, you just need to sign it and we will leave. <laughs> so eventually yeah. he just signs off and we finally go. I don't even know how long I was in there. It must have been the most boring and easiest fucking general anesthetic surgery they've ever done because it was literally just yeah. toenail removal. I just remember falling asleep and then... Waking yeah. up thinking waking up thinking I was still at work and I proper bolt upright in the fucking gurney or whatever I was in. I must have been saying something about GPUs because I remember I was swapping out GPUs at work, upgrading them at the time. And I'm oh, I need to do the upgrade, need to put the new GPU in. And the nurse is like holding me like, no, 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 it's fine. Just lie, lie back, just lie back. GPU. I am because I, I remember uh, I had an, uh, an operation on my neck about probably about 10 years ago, actually. Um, and I remember, I don't really remember going, can you remember an awful lot of going under the anaesthetic? I know they do the whole, oh, see how far you can count. I mean, I, I, I don't even remember. I, pro- I was a kid, so they gave me a Where's Wally book, mate. I don't uh, even remember like, counting. I don't even remember counting. Yeah, I do, I, 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 I've, it, I've got a thing with needles. I've... Um, it's not that I've got like an irrational fear oh, of my the own. The cannula is horrible, isn't it? Yeah. The cannula, ooh, um, I don't like them. It, 
it's not you could have a needle in front of me and i'd be fine i could watch it in movies i'm fine i'm not like afraid of them it's but just when, when they touch you <laughs> when it's going to inject me it just i think because i did have a yeah. fear of them when i was a kid it just instantly makes me go like like heat flushes and like i'm gonna throw up or something yeah so like, they did the canyon yeah. i started doing the thing and it was like start counting and i'm just like uh, uh, and that's it <laughs> yeah yeah I, I suppose at least it's uh it's brief but yeah like i can deal with injections like i can't look at it i think it makes me feel a bit weird but like i can deal with the sensation of it but yeah i remember the cannula they put the fucking they put the numbing cream on my hand and it did nothing <laughs> and then they missed it anyway they missed where they put the numbing cream. <laughs> it's like, oh, what, what Whoa! It's in his knuckle. What are you doing, yeah. man? It's the the numbing cream. The goggles, they do nothing. <laughs> they do nothing. But, um, but yeah, all I really remember of the general aesthetic was just, like, I remember being on the, like, the gurney and they were putting it in. And then just, yeah, the next thing you know, you're waking up. But um, because it was on my neck, and obviously they must have put some local aesthetic in it as well because of the pain and whatnot. I just remember, like, the whole right side of my head was numb. What was the so surgery was for? I was, Sorry, I think I missed it. Sorry, what was the surgery for? It was, a lymph, it was a lymphectomy. So basically my lymph nodes, after I'd been sick, they'd swell, but then they wouldn't go down. And they were concerned that, that I could have had something called lymphoma, which was like cancer of the lymph nodes. So basically they were cutting one of them out to have a look at it, to see what was up. And as it turns out, I've just got a bit of a dicky immune system, basically. Yeah. But um, because it was there on my neck... Um, my the whole right side of my head was numb, and it must have fucked with my hearing because I was shouting when I was talking to my mum. <laughs> but I just remember I was, I was talking to her. And my mum was like, going, "Ollie, you're talking really loud." And then I just found that really funny and couldn't stop laughing because obviously I was fucking high as shit on anaesthetic. <laughs> but like, I just remember that being really weird. Just that I was talking. It must have been really weird because it was like talking like you've got earphones in. It was, that was pretty much what I recall it being like. Like, I remember waking up in the recovery room, and I think I was just looking around, and they must have seen that I was awake and looking around, and they put me through. And obviously, I was in the ward, and it was, it's funny because I think that was it. I was talking really loud, and mum's like, Oh, you're really loud. And I stopped and listened, I realized it was like fucking dead quiet. So, in this dead, silent ward, I must have been going, Yeah, yeah, it feels fine now. I don't really like it. <laughs> But, that, but then I just started fucking pissing myself laughing because I just the found the, like, the probably, situation really weird. Because obviously it messed up what you're hearing. You probably didn't hear this, but there was probably some guy like two wards down like, shut the fuck up! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that, that, that's the only time I've ever been under general anaesthetic. That's the only time I've ever had an operation. Yeah, that mine was the toenails. That was the only time I went under general. Have you had more than that one with your teeth or, Ryan? Uh, twice, but the other one was when I was like three or four because uh. I, I was actually born tongue tied, so my tongue was like so. Basically, you know, like underneath your tongue where you've got the bit of skin, yeah, the, the mm. bit that stops it from so going back, yeah, yeah. Basically, that was grown. I like I'd got that all the way like a little bit too much, so my tongue I couldn't use my tongue, like I couldn't lick properly. And I still can't right. use my tongue because I'm a bit like, well, I can. I just don't know how because it's like... Sorry, so ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, we've, we've figured out why you have the dry period, Ryan. We've figured it <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> I'm, tired. I'm crippled, all right? This is, this is a real problem. Stop mocking me. Quick, Ryan, spell the alphabet. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> 
<laughs> basically and my family used to take the piss out of me like throughout my childhood like with ice creams like they'd all be there like, licking them and i'm like and still to this day i can't eat an ice cream without getting it all over myself <laughs> like proper special you like is that licking just, it do you like i just open your mouth and and just move the ice cream around on your tongue <laughs> ah. I, I, I genuinely I could, I could, I, I want us to just get together and just get like Mr. Whippy ice creams now and just film the three of us having Record these Mr. Whippy Ryan. ice creams while me and Ollie are just like perfectly fine. Then you just smash cut to Ryan with it dribbling all down himself kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's one of those ones where they just get the ice cream and go, Curse this stupid tongue! <laughs> Why is it like it this? Oh. Smash cuts to Ryan doing that, but then all of a sudden it smash cuts to like me and you, Ollie, and we've got like two like on our chest. Like, wait, how did this happen? <laughs> what an idiot! <laughs> but yeah, it's like they, like that was they just had to snip that, so I got put under them. But I can't remember any of that because it was like I can't even remember being a child anymore. Most of it. It's it's weird. No, how, I... like the oh, sorry, go on, Ollie. Uh, what? Well, uh, no, go on. I'm... No, I was, I was just saying it's it's weird how like the body can do like things like that because um I've actually told you Ryan my my cousin he used to just walk on his tiptoes all the time like mm. non he'd stand on his tiptoes walk on his tiptoes we don't really a hundred percent know why for some everyone kept saying oh he, you're his role model you're tall he wants to be as tall as you and I went no way am I his fucking role model I'm I'm an idiot there's no way I'd be his role model but he just always walking his tiptoes and because of that the um, is it your Achilles tendon the one on, yeah. The, yeah. on the back yeah so that had basically like shortened or something um, and he had right. to have surgery on both of them to basically I think they had to like I don't know if they had to like stretch cut it or stretch it or something but mm. seeing him after that he, was, he, he couldn't fucking walk like it took him. Yeah, he had to have like physiotherapy. To, to, Achilles heel. Yeah, he had to have like proper physiotherapy to to walk. I mean, like obviously, I had my toenails off, and I had to relearn how to walk because I taught myself how to walk differently. But this was to the point where it's like, no, he seriously just couldn't walk, all because he tiptoed, just tiptoed yeah. too much. It's like ballerinas, isn't it, with their toes in there? Just it's all yeah. fucked. That, it's um, weird. The, the scene from John Wick Three. It's just the ballerina's there and she's just pulling the nail off and it's like, it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if that's fucking normal for them. Probably. Goddamn foot fetish. Well, going, going back slightly just to when we were kids, I was just going to say, what is your earliest memory? Can you, like, ha- weird things that you can, like, you, uh, you always have that those weird, like, little flashes of memory of when you're young, don't you, like... Sometimes without real context. I've got a few. I'm trying to think how old I would have been. See, I just remember at the moment, I'd say, I can only really remember it because I can remember the picture of myself from this. And I had like this really funky orange uh, shirt with a pocket, like, you know, just like a proper shirt. And it was like all like kind of patterns your dad would have on a shirt, but it was mine as a right. kid. And it's me at a nursery down at the end of i i I only think about it is because i we the tram goes past it every morning this nursery i used to go to uh at the end of the road from where my mum and me used to work actually and it's me with this they're taking a picture of me 
And I've got my little Thomas the Tank Engine toy, which I took everywhere. And it, I, if I got it out, it's literally all the paint stripped off because I took it everywhere <laughs> and like fucking playing with it. Um, mm. And they're trying to take this picture and they're like, you've, no, you've got to put Thomas down. You can't have Thomas in the picture. I'm like, no, Thomas, Thomas, no. Thomas no. stays with me. <laughs> like legit, so there's this picture, and I'm sat there on like this tricycle outside, but you can just see Thomas in this pocket. <laughs> I think the, that's the, that's the only one I can remember is that, like, and that's only vaguely. Like from the, after that, I don't know. I think the, the the I've got two of the the earliest ones that I can remember because I don't have a good memory at the best of times, but I remember one when I was in nursery someone made like a, a play-doh that looked like a pizza uh and i was playing with them with the play-doh and i think i ate the play-doh and then got told off i remember that <laughs> and then i think the next Makes memory sense. i've got this one's only two now <laughs> and then i think oh, the play-doh <laughs> This is We're the second so time this week. It's so tasty. <laughs> Just there, we're all like stuck in my teeth kind of thing. Oh. <laughs> but I think the um, the second one of it, I, I don't remember if it was nursery or like first year of actual school or something. It was earlier like that. And I just remember where I lived was a, a crescent. Uh, so like just a big circular crescent. And the, mm. in the middle of it was my primary school and nursery. Um, and then all around the border, there was like trees and stuff that could then encroach closer to the school. And I think it was at, coming out the exit of one of the classrooms to go home. And I went to chase a friend into the bushes and ran straight fucking eye first into a branch. I went just bang straight to my eye. And I think I just got taken straight to doctor. I had a fucking eye patch for like a day or two just because got shit all in my eye <laughs> sat there with a twig in his eye must have been nothing well I think it was like <laughs> must have been my imagination <laughs> that, that was that was where I learned about um, how your eyelash works <laughs> because obviously it stopped it closed my eye so it stopped the branch going directly into my eye it just like kind of just hit the eyelid and I like flinched away from it kind of thing Which yeah like, fucking painful though <laughs> yeah i don't know what my earliest memory is i think the thing is like i don't i've got a lot of memories but a lot of them i don't really remember how old i was so it's hard to put them kind of in a timeline i definitely remember uh learning to ride a bike um which was on the playground of my local school like after because you used to be able to just fucking literally because my school was like right next to where my grandparents were and literally at the time it was just like just a regular like fence that you'd see on like a farm or something and you could easily yeah. just climb over onto the f playground school field because i used to play on the playground a lot like at the weekend when i went to my grandparents so i can remember learning to ride a bike on there and we have that on video as well but um i don't know my, my earliest memories i can remember we had a pet hamster called freddy and i remember putting him in my sock drawer for some I, reason. I was gen I'm so glad you didn't say what I thought. I thought you were going to say putting him in my mouth or something like that. Like I went to eat him or something. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, I thought you were going to say you could put him in a sock and then all I could think of is the Filthy Frank video. The, the <laughs> and he's like, is your pet being naughty? Well, just put him in a sock. I remember trying to put him in a sock drawer and also... Um, he died because his guts fell out his ass. So, uh, 
Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a thing that can happen to uh, hamsters, apparently. <laughs> just, just shat himself to death. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, no, I, like, I, I don't know how it happened. I, I don't remember how old he was, I, but I just remember one day coming down, and there was just like this red thing sticking out his ass, and it was just like... Oh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't. I don't remember learning to to ride the bike though. I remember when they took my stabilizers off, but I think because like yeah, my... that's what I mean. It was without stabilizers. Oh right, okay, yeah, yeah. So, so I, remember, I remember that because my I was pretty much riding bikes before running because like my dad used to do like weekly like yeah. cycles around like Sherwood Pines, Home Pierpoint, um. Lady Bow. Yeah, did he have the lycra? Yeah, they did. They all wore the lycra. It was kind of a bit weird at times, but it w- it got me out of the house. I actually really enjoyed doing it. Was I- it legit lycra? No, they they wore a lot of them wore the proper actual cycling costumes, oh, like the full cycling mate. costumes. Like a lot of Jeez. them wore that. The thing is, like back then, my dad was so fucking skinny, like ridiculously skinny. Like he, I don't think he'd ever wear them now. He'd feel so self conscious about it because the beers, the beers have taken the beers. T- the beers took hold. Yeah, but I remember. <laughs> I used actually. I do remember before having the stabilizers off. I, I used to ride round Sherwood Pines with stabilizers on, and get to the point where the stabilizers were on ground here, but my wheel was in a dip. But I was wow. so I was just young and just didn't know, so I just kept pedaling. So I'd just be stuck <laughs> in this fucking like diver, not moving anywhere, but pedaling like my fucking life depended on it. And then eventually, someone would just come over, just lift the back seat, put me nudge. back onto the ground, and it would just go, and just go. Good burnout. It's so funny. Yeah, I could, I could still remember that. I could, I, that's See, like, I could still remember. You say about remembering it, like, I can remember these things, but a lot of them I can't remember them, like, I remember them, like, not as myself. Like, you know, when you remember stuff, like, I can remember learning to you ride a remember bike without that it stabilizing. Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, like, I can remember learning to ride a bike without stabilizing. I can kind of visualize how that went. But even then, that's very vague memory. Like, yeah. other than that, it's just like, I will look at pictures and go, oh, I can remember that holiday, but I can't remember it like as myself. It's like, yeah, no, I, from a third yeah. Person I think, I think it's just, it's, yeah, it's, the we- it's the weird way memories work for, for, for normal mm. people. Anyway, obviously you've got people like photographic memories and things like that, where they remember everything like just as it is. But I think for like us, cause obviously memories is pretty much just the way the nerve endings in the brain work, isn't it? And things like that. It's it's it was I was watching I was I was watching a thing that was basically explaining why Wolverine and Deadpool all you'd need to do is shoot them in the head to make them useless because the way the way memories works from what I'm on this video was obviously the brain is just like all the nerves and electricity going between those nerves and what they think memories mm. are from what I remember hearing was when you think of some specific memory or specific thing it's a specific like trigger in your head so it, the it more fires a certain pathway doesn't it yeah so because you remember that that pathway is just a stronger pathway that's all that mm. is and then obviously things that you don't remember as much just aren't as strong pathways so all it would take for like wolverine and deadpool is just get a bullet into their brain and ruin those pathways and they'd forget everything 
So even if they but can regenerate, it's a goddamn comic book, man. But I, I, I <laughs> guess you could argue, argue with the law side yeah. of it, is that like That's you could just say that the brain regenerates. Oh, well, no, I guess you're right. It would be right though, in the sense that until it regenerates, they'd be useless. So we'll remember any of it. So, but then, but then Wolverine does have an adamantium skeleton, so you probably can't shoot through into his brain. Well, that's, what they, that's, that's how he lost bullets. his... Well, I know in, in the, 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 the crappy movies they made, they just made it so he got shot with an adamantium, an adamantium bullet. Yeah. Which was just like... Yeah. That was the Wolverine Origins guess, movie, where they ruined Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I'm so <laughs> glad Ryan Reynolds it. came back as Deadpool, even yeah, though he was that it. Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I don't know what they were thinking with that, to be honest. Like, it's just like... How we take the Origins Deadpool? film was just shit. Yeah, it's it was, because Gambit, but remove Gambit was such a cool character, and I was always wanting Gambit to be more of a character in the X Men because he's just so cool. And they just they, yeah. bod- they bodied him so hard to the point it's like, well, Gambit's shit now. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the shit thing as well, where it's just like everyone's been waiting for a Gambit. Everyone wants a Gambit from us. What you fucking hear from X Men fans is. Where are we getting your Gambit film? Can we get your Gambit film? I need your Gambit film. And that's like all you that's hear. How, that's how X-Men fans speak, by the way. That's how all <laughs> fans speak. It's gamer time. Well, apparently... Oh, God. It's gamer time. Well, apparently there was going to have, like, a load of more of these origin films where it was going to be, obviously, the Wolverine one, then there was going to do a Gambit one, then there was going to do, like... I think there was going to do a Jean Grey one, and obviously Wolverine fucking tanked. And they cancelled them. And it, mm. it's, I think with the with the Wolverine movies, it's weird because the Origins movie is is not very good at all. But then you've got the actual standalone, the Wolverine movie, which has some weird moments, but it's actually an all right movie, like pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. Plus, like it's, I, just, I think it's uh, the only role I like Hugh Jackman in. They just they can't do any more Wolverine films because if they do anybody but Hugh Jackman, it's just gonna be like. See, I, I don't This isn't the Wolverine. I, I don't what about agree with that. Oh, mainly he mainly because the thing is, I, I, I love Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Don't get me wrong. He is an amazing Hugh Wolverine. Jacked man. But I don't think Hugh Jackman's that good in any other role. Every other movie I've seen Hugh Jackman in, it's been like, okay. The only role that he's really made me like enjoy him was the Wolverine, but I just think I've got a feeling there's quite a few other actors out there that would be able to take that role and really run with it. it you literally just have to play a short, angry man. <laughs> I think no, the strangest... I think it's just a look, isn't it? Uh, let me just double check before I... Uh... Well, it's what I, I find funny how, like, you say it's the look. Hugh Jackman's like twice the fucking size of Wolverine. Wolverine's meant to be like four yeah. foot eight, four foot nine, or something stupid like that. And Hugh yeah, Jackman's yeah, and near six foot. Wrong, isn't I mean, he? it's like, I mean, <laughs> I the think, thing is though, how how like easy is it going to be to find that like four foot eight perfect thing? You know, like you're not going to find it. It's like oh, Spider Man. Uh, yeah, think I, about well, how many Spider Mans we've had. Tom Holland is the perfect Spider Man. Tom Holland has the perfect like proportions for him because he's ridiculously skinny but because he's a gymnast he can still pull off all the stuff that's exactly how spider-man if, if you look yeah. at the uh, thing is if you look at spider-man in the comics like in the later comics i'd say uh andrew garfield actually looked closer to the comics he looked closer to the adult spider-man though 
Yeah, yeah, he and did. And then they, for some reason, they, they put him as the, the young yeah. Spider-Man. Like, I was like... Oh. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, let's do another fucking origin story, even though we all knew it. That move, Those movies would have been so much better if it was literally, he's been Spider-Man for 15 years, and he's just... Yeah. Oh, the second film, the amount of Sony equipment they put in it, it's like, we get it, Sony, you own Spider-Man. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. It's it's really annoying because the second the second Amazing Spider-Man movie really pisses me off because I like Andrew Garfield as an actor and the way they did Gwen Stacy's death is near enough comic book perfect and was so impactful. It's just the rest of the movie is just kind of it's just not good. Yeah, it's just not good. I like Tobey Maguire. Toby Toby Maguire, Maguire was, was amazing as well. The, he was actually weird, really good. It's it's the weird thing when you look at when you look at the three Spider-Mans we've seen. So Toby Maguire was a perfect Peter Parker, just he wasn't yes. a very good Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield yeah. was a really good Spider-Man, but he wasn't Peter Parker. He was way too cool, and that's why when yeah. I when I see like Tom Holland, I feel like he's, he's kind of got, got the best of both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. He does. I mean, it's just a little bit. Like, he thing is, is he looks. They all look so similar. Mm. I think that's the meme that keeps coming out. Is they all look, and he's like that kind of mix of Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. They need. They need to do like yeah. a, a live action Spider Verse and have Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield That'd come back awesome. to reprise their roles. <laughs> well, there was that oh. whole thing. Is is there was like they obviously they got Tom Holland as the Spider Man. And then there was all that bollocks where they were like, oh, we're, we're like, we're, no, we're not doing this deal anymore. And it was like, for fuck's sake, Sony. It's like Marvel, I don't remember, Stanley in Marvel, when they fucking sold themselves out to all these different companies, like, yeah, they needed it for the money. It, it, was, it was, was either that or there would be no more Marvel. Mistake. Yeah, it, it was a huge mistake, creative control wise. And then when they got bought out by Disney, it's like goodbye getting anything fucking edgy anymore, boys. That's it. We've yeah. That's uh, why it's kind of sad. We we still haven't heard anything about like a new Deadpool movie, and that's like that's the kind of thing where it's like, mm-hmm. um, if they are going to announce another Deadpool, it it's gonna be a big worry because obviously they've got Fox now and they've got all the yeah. Marvel now, so they can bring all the kind of like cameos and stuff they wanted to for the Deadpool movies. It's just like, will they let it be an R-rated movie? And that's They've what's got the to. worry. I mean, like, I think Disney, they were. Disney are, Disney are dumb, but I don't think they're that dumb. Well, look at like, I'm just say, like for example, like The Mandalorian, that's been mm. pretty good and quite gritty and almost quite yeah, violent at the end of the day. I think, say the same, I think the thing the with that though is it's obvious that they didn't get involved that much. And that's where I think it's shone because well, the, the people the, who was, were, see it's no, you go ahead, Kyle. Sorry, sorry. I think the reason why it worked so well is because they pretty much just gave them this budget, which, from what I've heard, wasn't the biggest of budgets. From what I've read, like rumor-wise, I don't think for for a for a, for how good it looks, I don't think the budget was amazingly high. And I think they pretty much just kind of left them to their own devices apart from a few little areas. Like, it doesn't feel like there's any studio control in there. But when you, like, compare that to, say, like, the the Justice League movie where literally every aspect of it feels like the studio got involved, it's like you can tell these people really enjoyed the, the world they was working in when you look at The Mandalorian. Yeah. With with The Mandalorian, they didn't have much of a budget because, you know, that last, the last episode, spoiler alert, everybody... 
if you've not watched it, uh, when they had all those stormtroopers, like loads of stormtroopers, they were just local yeah. cosplayers in the area. They got really? loads of cosplayers in. Yeah, it was loads of cosplayers. There's a picture of them all with um, John Favreau where they filmed it. All. It was just a bunch of cosplayers. There's like That's women, there's cool. loads of women there as well. Like you wouldn't expect it. Like who cosplayed as stormtroopers, and they're all just there. So, I don't. I, uh, I think that that should be that should be done a lot though, because like whenever I have been to Comic Con, like there's always like trash cosplayers. There's always cosplayers that look pretty good, but like. Every single time you see like the Star Wars cosplayers, like for like the the Empire cosplayers, they always are like fucking on point. Like they near enough always have the perfect costume. Because there's like there's like two factions, and they're like fascists the way they run their things. Jesus Christ! They no legit. Like there's the five o first or. Don't get me wrong, I'm sure that some of them are really nice people, but they just give off this aura of just superior. They're, yeah, they're, they're the bigger one, aren't they? Because they even have an Easter egg in Battlefield like, 2 for then them. Then there's the UK garrison, who are similar in their kind of behaviour as well. And it, like in the end, it's just a bunch of 40-year-old men who've just got a power complex. It's like, you dressed up as a fucking stormtrooper, man. Get a grip of your son. <laughs> you dressed up I as a stormtrooper. Literally the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> I used to take the mick out of all everybody. I'd be like, love your cosplay. I love that Star Trek cosplay. And they're all like... <laughs> <laughs> like laser eyes triggered yeah, and the then you do the that's, same that's one way of triggering everyone in that environment though isn't it you do it <laughs> to the Star Trek guys <laughs> Star Trek guys you go I I love your cosplay wait don't tell me don't tell me Star Wars I love it I love it and you do it in the accent as well <gasps> Jar Jar Binks right <laughs> and then well then you see like all the uh, like anime ones and you're like oh oh sword online sword online <laughs> Boko no Pico. Perfect. I love it. It's great. They hate it. They're all like, stop it. <laughs> and then they think you don't actually know. And they start telling you, they're like, no, it's actually this. And I'm just creasing. I'm just like, absolutely I fu- weeping. I, I do love it when you, when you can get someone like triggered or annoyed to the point where you hear the actually... <laughs> that's always the moment it's like I have won I am leaving this environment <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, mouth noises what, have begun <laughs> <laughs> what I was originally saying though with John Favreau uh, and the Mandalorian the problem there is for some reason for some reason some fucking idiot decided to put um, let me get a name Oh, I can hear the clicky clack. Kathleen Kennedy. Kathleen Kennedy. Oh, is she like? Um. She's like the new head of Star Wars. She's been the head of Lucasfilms for a little while. That's it. And she's a fucking dickhead. Is she is she the one that people keep blaming for like the shitty decisions that are being made? Basically, yeah. We're not even blaming her. We know it's her. It's like so. Basically, she used to be like a set runner, and she got quite close, like to the like with George Lucas and other people at the top. Yeah, and he was like, she's obviously like played off them, like she's gonna go in and carry it on all as it should be. She didn't, of no. course. So she went in, then she supported Ryan Johnson with whatever you want to call the fucking second film in this this oh, new trilogy, God, that was which bad. was god fucking awful. I, and he just. Both of them are just like, 
they're just like fucking like you know when a cockroach screeches yeah, like, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no it's it's literally it's literally that meme where it's just like you can't do this and then it's that picture of the guy like this and it's just got autistic screeching that is yeah, literally yeah. the image <laughs> legitly that that was what they did and then it's all this bullshit where it's like they they've done that they're trying to change the law of the force in like do it in some fucking bullshit way. They've tried to change the law of the force multiple times, and it's getting fucking annoying now. Just leave it to the yeah, original yeah. definition. This is this is what I mean, and it's like the fact that they're doing like, and she's now they've got, and they're trying to stop it from happening because she's basically bought this massive estuary. Well, I think the woman's actually a really good director because she's done like I can't remember what it was called. It was something set in like Russia, I think, or it's about. It was an all-female cast thing. They're trying to do that again in Star Wars, all-female cast with this woman, but it's very SJW, very, I think that's you know, it. oh, it's, we've got to touch all these fucking... political agendas yeah, in a yeah. film. It's like, fuck off. It's, it's, it's one of those I things where... I want to see lasers, laser swords, man. I think when it comes to, like, pushing political agendas in, like, artistic sense and entertainment... There's there's always a place and a time. I mean, there's some amazing politically driven and political agenda style movies out there which work because that's the that's the image they're going for and that's the tone they're going for from square one. I mean, Black Klansman is a fucking astounding movie, and if you want to watch um, fucking Kylo Ren shout racial profanities at people, there's your movie. But it's when they try and do the political agendas in movies which, okay, yeah, there's had obviously very slight undertones of it, even throughout even the original movies, like the Ragtag Rebels and stuff and all that. But, like, it's when they try and make that the forefront and try and push it really hard, where it's like, it's, dude, it's, come on. It's, when it's, a, it's a laser sword movie. A, yeah, I think it's when they're trying to do it in a very established kind of series with a very set culture and law and then it's like oh by the way now we're going to try and start pushing some political messages it's just it because a it sticks out like a fucking sore thumb because let's be honest that was fucking... all that a lot of the, that mm-hmm. the second new film was but it's also just like it's like but why that's not what this is for like that's you, there's a lot of platforms that can do that and star wars is not fucking one of them no it, the, the problem is is like they're trying to put it into all these like there's like nobody's willing to like come up with their own like new idea. It's like stop yeah. using like these old ideas and like recycling and reusing them. It's like don't get me wrong, keep doing Star Wars films as long as you keep into like the George George Lucas should have stayed in control after selling it. He should have stayed this in is, places like this like, is where end, I actually is disagree. See, this is where I actually kind of disagree though because George Lucas, don't get me wrong, was amazing. But yeah, he was also the, a massive fucking problem. <laughs> he was a he was yeah. the biggest problem for those movies when it came to the ending of the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy. He was the issue because the ending of the original trilogy wasn't meant to be this happy go lucky thing. It was meant to be a lot more melancholic because obviously Luke pretty much went to the dark side to defeat his father, and he was apparently going to go off into hiding anyway. To try and basically set it's himself straight the, in the, the force, yeah. But it was it was that, George yeah. Lucas who changed that. He didn't want that because he could see, he saw how much money they was making from the toys. So he wanted a happy yeah. go lucky ending because it would have helped sell more toys. 
and then that's where there's always the stupid, cute monsters in the movies because it sells toys. Yeah, that's what it was. The, I mean, well, it was the second movie. Don't get me wrong, though, fucking that... bird things that Chewbacca eats. It's like Pogs, I don't care. Fuck off. You just we, want to sell did, the toys. We didn't need those. But I mean, Ewoks and stuff are that are actually like quite vicious little bastards. To be honest, Ewoks are cunts. Let's face it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but this is the thing, though. It's like it was his baby, and I think. If even though you you're even though you're saying he was a problem, it was his creative like it was his creative vision like it was his his baby in the start. So he's like, it's not really our place to kind of go or oh, what you decided was wrong. No, no, I'm not. He's I'm the fucker who came up with it. Yeah, not I'm, not, you know I mean? I'm not trying to say like he shouldn't have. He should have walked away from it like he did. I'm just saying he what he should have done in my opinion was just take one step back. Yeah, let and them not, have the creative yeah, control, not have be, a bit of a final yeah, not be the whole stakeholder in how the story goes, kind of thing. Because mm. yes, mm. he created this in this world, and he's amazing for doing that. He's not a very good story writer, though. No, no, and that was I the mean, issue. I think the thing is now it's just hoping that I think this. Because the 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 person above Kathleen at Disney, they had to step in. They were like, "Whoa, we can see like because like the first thing they're gonna go is look how much money we've lost in the box office because nobody wants to go and see these fucking god awful films you've been pouring out." And then Mandalorian yeah. comes out and they just look at that and they're like, "Holy shit, look at this!" Like everybody's yeah, we watching. did it right. Everybody's <laughs> talking about the Mandalorian. What, what John they need- Favreau? They need to slap him in. Well, no, they've not. It's not even that. They've got what's his name? One of the guys like John Favreau basically had that big team of like directors who and they all directed like a few episodes, like an episode or two episodes each. Well, they and all they all did. The, uh, they were all showrunners. That's that's what it was. Yeah, they, were, yeah. they all ran their own show. Uh, they all ran their own episode. I think basically. Yeah, and then he had the the New Zealand. Is he New Zealand from New Zealand? He's from New Zealand, isn't he? The Taika guy with the, uh... Taika Waititi. Yeah. Oh, mate, he's fucking he's, amazing. Apparently, he's going to be doing the Star Wars film. See what what I think they should do, and this is what I think they should have done with the most recent trilogy. Whoever they get in, Lock. they need to do all three. That's it. Because mm. it, yes. if they're going to do another run of Star Wars movies, they're going to do three because that's how Star Wars does things. It's how they pretty much always will do things because they will always do a three-part series of those movies. But whoever they get in has to do all three. Because they should su- be contractually obligated to stay. Because as soon as it changes, it causes problems like what we just saw. Well, yeah. that was the whole problem for Thingy when he came back. Um, he had to retcon all the issues that JJ he, Abrams. He yeah. basically had to just fix all the fuck ups that Ryan Johnson did. Like, I mean, the fact there's like I was watching this guy and you're going over it. It's like the fact that Luke just throws away his father's lightsaber. You know, this yeah. lightsaber, which was like the thing that started it all. Yeah. It's like you fucking what, mate? It's like I, the first thing he's told when he's like within the original trilogy is a lightsaber is you know a Jedi's weapon. You know, you never, you never throw it away. You never, you never see a Jedi so without important. a lightsaber, basically. It's, yeah, because it was like, meant. So it was important. meant. It was meant to play off because he got that idea based off of the old Japanese movies, the old samurai movies. It plays mm-hmm. off of the whole. You'd never see a samurai without their sword, or they are dishonored. If a samurai mm-hmm. is without his weapon, he is no longer a samurai. That was the whole idea, and that's where they they pulled it from. But it's just like, yeah. I remember watching, I think even Mark Hamill did like an interview where even he was like, 
Yeah, I don't. Oh, I don't get that. So it was. It was. It wasn't was right. So and like, good. fair enough. He's just the actor, but he's played this character in so many ways, and he did yeah. help direct he how this character, character would go. Yeah. He also said, um, like, obviously how they had it so Luke tried to kill Kylo. But it's like, even he says, like, that's not what Luke would have done. I no, understand. No, that's the thing. And he is, he is Luke. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. He is Luke. Yeah. Thinking his hand solo. Leia, uh, thinking it was Leia. They were all, they created and they, they, they were the character. Those, yeah. yeah. I think with so the. I'm, I trust him more with the type of character he was rather than Ryan Johnson, who was just like, oh, I'm doing this and that. And then. I think. Yeah. With, up a bit more. With the, the Luke going to kill uh, Kylo or Ben as he was whatever, but I think the thing that bothered me there is, like, they really tried to push the whole, oh, Luke has dark moments thing, and it's like, yes, Luke does have dark moments, because he always kind of teetered back and forth in the original series, but it's like, yeah. yeah, He he he, he teetered back and forth. He didn't fucking 5G drift to the fucking dark side all of a sudden. Yeah. It's like, fair, yeah. I can understand him being there, and like, reading him, and then yeah, Kylo, yeah. Kylo waking up and being pissed off that he's reading him and not giving him his privacy. I can understand that causing an argument, but not all of a yeah. sudden pulling a fucking lightsaber out to kill a child. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what we also need to talk about is the poor choreography in those films. The f- it's oh. weird, because there's, there's actually... It's, so it, it's really weird, because there's some moments of real good flair, and then there's trash... I mean but the whole yeah. the whole second the second film the whole fight scene in the uh, the vanishing knife movie. and stuff like that yeah oh. Oh. well I think it was like um it was like I said to so I watched Mulan with Becky we 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 watched the new Mulan movie and I was I was so pissed off because they've got Donnie Yen who is one of the greatest traditional martial arts actors like of all time he's up there with bruce lee in my opinion with his skill his flair how he writes his fight scenes and all this kind of stuff and they they fucking ruined him in that movie but i think he only had like one or two fight scenes and they it's it's like some fucking kid who's watched too many ninja movies told him what to do fighting wise rather than actually just say you know what you're pretty good you just do your own choreography it works it's just like Donnie yeah, Yen. He was in the well, he, Donnie Yen was in uh, Rogue One as well. Yeah, yeah. Donnie Yen yeah. was the uh, the blind mask, the blind guy yeah. in a uh, Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's one there's, the force. Yeah, we we do we do need to close up soon. But there's one movie I can never remember the name of it. But it's basically Donnie Yen, and there was another guy um, who I think they trained with each other quite a lot. And there's one there's a fight scene they do where they're in this alleyway. Where was it from? I can't these, remember. I know it's a one-word movie. Man. No, it's not Ip Man. It's not Ip Man. It's a modern. It's a more modern. Title. Yeah, I'm sure it's a one-word title. If I can't find it, if I can't remember it here, I'll try and find it and say it at there the beginning of the next you, podcast. You carry on. I'll have a look. But yeah, there's this amazing fight scene with him and the guy he trained with, and they didn't pre-write the choreography because they knew each other so well. All they did, they both had fake knives, and it was literally... You're now just going to do the fights as you normally would and try and stab each other with these fake knives. And what they did is they just did that over and over and over again until they went, right, well, that was a good section. We'll put that in. 
and they did, and that was a good section. We'll put that in, and they just basically used that. I think from what I remember to basically storyboard the fight, and then they just put those sections all together in like one take or two takes, and did it all in one go. And it's so the the movements they do is so fast and fluid, and it's just absolutely amazing. Mm. Was was awesome. it a one word title? You said I'm sure it was a one word title. 2014, maybe Iceman. Uh, mm. Together, I'm not sure. I'll, I'll I'll have to go and look because I know I've got it. Yeah. I've got it somewhere, but it's just it's amazing. I love it when you get fight scenes like that where the people actually get to really show off their their fighting skill. Yeah, because like they've yeah. spent these people have spent fucking years and years and years of their life dedicated to learning this craft. It's you. It's when you look at anything where someone's really dedicated their life to the craft and you see that the dedication they have in it, it doesn't matter if you find it boring, but you see that dedication, you go, holy shit, that's really fucking good. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you kind of have to give them props. To, like, you've spent 20 years doing this and it fucking shows. <laughs> the problem with, mm. just like you say, we've got to finish up. It's, this is the problem nowadays with the movies a lot. You'll see in a lot of films is there's people who know what they're doing, but in the end, it's just the studios are just there looking at the numbers that they're earning. Looking all at the they bucks. want is that big payout. Yeah, it, it's all money. And that's yeah. what's ruining like the, the content you get. That's why yeah. there's so many shit films coming out because they're just like, we need something that will get people in the cinema. It doesn't actually need to be good. We just yeah. need the money. Eh? It's, 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 it's the annoying thing because it happened to Dread. There's the movie Dread, which has... Um, it's the guy that plays the lead guy in The Boys. Um, it, was uh, also, it was also one of the Rohan riders in The Lord of the Rings. It is Carl Urban. Carl Urban, and he plays Judge Dredd in this in the movie Dredd, and it didn't do amazingly at the box office, but the reviews were fucking amazing. It sold like fucking hotcakes on DVD, and it's probably it is an amazing movie because Carl Urban is always in shadow. You don't see Dredd's face like you're not meant to, and he has the perfect Dredd face because it's just a. So proper like the the yeah. proper scowl the, kind of thing, and yeah. he just he's just like amazing as dread. And if you haven't seen that movie, go watch it. But we really need to put up uh, pack up now. <laughs> bad, keep... bad, bad, bad. Bad, that, it's bad. time to start. It was the um, I was about <laughs> to go into that fucking that dog video. <laughs> I am the dog. <laughs> now I will bark. <laughs> right well now we're back we are going to continue with the weekly schedule so we will be back next week at the same time which will be 9pm GMT if you want to send anything to us memes or anything like that take that to the twitter page it will be at context needed one if you want to send us an email, as we always say, this needs to be a properly worded 4,000-page uh, essay with a correct abstract at the beginning and all sources cited at the end. If not, we will block all of your email correspondence. <laughs> with any, uh, an administration fee of £4,000. <laughs> but that we'll email is... Email. Yeah, we'll charge you for the email, yeah. But that will be contextneededuk at gmail.com. Uh, we will have the scroll bar back uh, next week, which will be post, which will be showing the Twitter and the email throughout the throughout the podcast. But from me, Ryan, 
Me, Ryan, I am fucking losing all my words today. <laughs> Hello, I am Kyle. <laughs> from me, from me, Ryan, from Ollie to my left on the screen, and Ryan below me on the screen. <laughs> I'm trash. <laughs> I am the literal like the worst thing ever. <laughs> Ginger. Thank you. <laughs> This is this is fucking scuffed. This is derailed. It's done. <laughs> scuffed podcast. That's it. See ya. Bye. We'd like Bye. to thank you all for next watching. Week. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.